0: The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So, welcome back, everyone. We'll begin, as we've been doing, by chanting the refuges and precepts. And when we're doing the precepts, we'll do both the Pali, then the English. Then we have 30 seconds. And just on our own, reflecting what that precept might look like feel like, how can we relate to it, use it skillfully, not as a way of judging ourselves or creating tension, but really illuminating the path toward more freedom in our lives. And we may not like it, and it may not be sort of our natural way of practicing, but we're each of us responsible for making, like if we're going to do this, Chan, to how to make it useful for us. And then when you're at home, you can do it in a less formal way, if that makes sense. But we should really be pragmatic, like that formality might actually help you. So you should check it out. No one's looking, you know, behind your closed door. Put your hands in Anjali. Just see, because how do you know whether that supports the sincerity unless you play with it a little bit and acknowledge with whatever gratitude you have, your teacher, that namo Tassa that we do at the beginning. It's just kind of the Buddhist way of thinking that person who lived a long time ago and aligning ourselves with his practice and his teachings, you know, kind of that student-teacher relationship and then undertaking the refuges and the precepts. So let's do that together. <laughs> Namo Tassa bhagavato Arahato sama sambuddhasa Namo tasa bhagavato Arahato sama sambuddhasa Namo tasa bhagavato Arahato sama sambuddhasa Vadam saranaka Dhamam Saranam Gacchami Sangam Saranam Gacchami Duttyampi buddham Saranam Gacchami Duttyampi dhamam Saranam Gacchami Duttyampi sangam saranam Gacchami TATHYAMPI BUDAM SARNAM GACCHAMI TATHYAMPI DAMAM SARNAM GACCHAMI TATHYAMPI SANGAM SARNAM GACCHAMI PANATTI PATHA VER AMMINI SIKHA PADAM samaryami. I undertake the training to refrain from harming living beings. So we'll take a little time to reflect on that. And the second Adina Dana Weamlini Sikapadamsamadi. I undertake the training to refrain from that which is not given. Now the third. (laughs) Kame sumit where I undertake the training to refrain from causing harm through sexual misconduct. Sawada, where Aminies seekkapadadang samaadimi, I undertake the training to refrain from false and harmful speech. And now the fifth, surea maria majapa maratana, where ammini sika padansa I undertake the training to refrain from the misuse of intoxicants. Dame silam sa pachayo tu may my conduct lead to attainment of the deepest fruits of liberation so settling in to our meditation posture relax relatively upright At home in the body. And as we spoke, as I spoke about one of the earlier weeks, the Buddha encourages us to sense the goodness of our heart, our capacity to honestly feel the unskillful impulses, but not to act them out with our thoughts, with our words, and with our actions. So today, this last week, these last months, there have been so many little and bigger moments where we have refrained from acting Speaking unskillfully, even thinking unskillfully. And that creates this momentum of moral integrity, this good feeling. Maybe we could even call that self esteem, using a more Western concept. We feel good about the goodness of this heart. We feel like we can trust our heart to some degree to be good and not to do things that are harmful for ourselves or others. So it may not, it may feel awkward at first, but see if you can take a few minutes now and instead of tuning in to the mistakes that you've made where you have regret. See if instead we can tune in to the momentum of moral integrity, to the trustworthiness of our heart, its ability to avoid acting in unskillful ways, thinking and speaking in unskillful ways. Buddhism, we refer to this as the bliss of blamelessness, the happiness of non-remorse, which we tend not to notice. So let's take our time to notice this heart, to a very large degree, is trustworthy. And we sense the lightness of this absence of remorse, not being haunted by our unskillful actions and thoughts and words. the same way we might have said to one of our children or to a neighbor's kid or, you're a good kid, we can recognize that goodness in ourselves, this is a good heart, it knows the difference most of the time between what is helpful and what is unwholesome. And I really appreciate that moral sensitivity and commitment to not harming. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate the radar, the kind of moral flinching when I get close to making a mistake voice of conscience that says, are you sure? I really appreciate that protection that this moral sensitivity brings. And I care enough about it that I'm gonna keep it in mind, keep developing the sensitivity to what is wholesome, conducive to my own well-being and the well-being of others till it becomes a kind of superpower where it's really not easy to make mistakes to speak in ways that slander or cause harm to another to steal or take things that aren't really mine intentionally hurt someone because I'm angry or because I'm upset. Of course, we're not saying that there's, there's not more training to do around our speech, around our thoughts, around some of our actions in the world. It's really important to appreciate the momentum that's already here in terms of our moral sensitivity, moral integrity, this commitment to non-harming. And when you feel like it's time, then we can just continue to sit. We can let go of that initial reflection on the goodness of the heart. Just sit in mindful awareness, as we often do, but being particularly interested in this quality of truthfulness having a truthful relationship with what's being known as if the Dharma voice speaking the truth, this is being known. Now it's like this. So whether you're actually mentally noting or naming what's predominant or what the mind is knowing or whether you're just practicing in a silent way, Notice how this value of truthfulness is infused in your awareness practice. Just wanting to connect in a clear, honest, truthful way with the way it is here in the moment. No need for self-deception or superficiality. This very deep, resonant wish to connect and to see clearly. It's not about figuring things out cognitively. Just trusting the heart to open, to be touched. see things as they are. So let's continue in silence now. So whether in words or in silence, just in our usual mindfulness practice, we're highlighting this value of truthfulness, seeing clearly the absence of deception, putting any spin, no need for any spin, needing to hide or deny course, it doesn't mean that certain habits of the mind won't express themselves, unskillful habits, but it means that this valuing of truthfulness, self-honesty, is a very simple, clear acknowledgement, oh, now it's like this. This pattern has been triggered and it feels like this not going to pretend that it's other than the way it is right now. I don't need to hide anything from this wisdom awareness. And simply acknowledging any inner dialogue, being honest about how the mind is relating, quality of the thoughts. Is that about suppressing anything? Just a willingness to be honest. Clear. And one of the things that really help our moral sensitivity and living with integrity and non-harming is to cultivate the sensitivity to the pleasure of a peaceful mind, settled heart, free of remorse, a calm body, and the pleasure of contentedness, content with what we have, content with the conditions as they already are. We might call this a kind of inner abundance, this fullness of samadhi. It's a kind of inner healing that makes it so much easier to live with integrity, to not steal or take what's not ours, to use our words in a way for another minute or two, just see if it's possible to sense this inner fullness, abundance, peacefulness. Take a little time to adjust the body or stretch the limbs, whatever you need. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.